Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about cardiovascular health. So cardio workshop that we just did um, a couple days ago in our office on uh, this past Thursday. And we're, I'm just going to be doing a recap of the... Uh, highlights and lowlights of that workshop as it is very important that your cardiovascular health is actually in tune and is correct so you can actually uh, obviously be the healthiest version of yourself. So I'm excited about this topic, something I like to and I enjoy talking about. So, But uh, as always, I want to remind you that you can find us on Facebook at Food Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937 937- Five five two seven three six four. You can also find us by searching us on uh, iTunes uh, by searching "Living the Full Life" with Doctor Juan on podcasts, and you can also find us on uh, Instagram. So we're we're all over the place. You can find us anywhere. If you want the information, we'll get it to you. And uh, of course, I always like to talk about health topics that are different every week. Uh, just want to enlighten people, and you know, for them to make better choices when it comes to health. And, uh, you know, for me, that that whole passion and the reason why I do that sparks from my mom and the fact that my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer seven years ago kind of uh, forced me to to open my eyes and start leading her in health, uh, you know, because she she knew she was diagnosed. And when I asked her, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing the medical model procedure. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't know what to do. And you got to eat better and do other things. But you know what? I'm in the middle of chiropractic school. I got to figure out, uh, you know, how I can help you. So let's uh, let's just make sure that your alignment is correct. So obviously any additional stress on your body from, you know, pains and aches, et cetera, can't be helping. So let's just actually make sure that your body and your brain and everything is communicating and your body is aligned properly. So we got my mom's spine checked. And uh, when you took her X, when we took her x-rays, we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. Her neck was completely straight which is not normal. And then from front to back, when you look at somebody's upper back or, or, you know, her whole, their whole spine, my mom and her spine in the upper back region between T1 and T7, my mom had a bend in her spine, uh, minor scoliosis, mild scoliosis in her middle upper back, um, you know, in that area. And when I saw that, I knew uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that that was literally not helping anything. I'm like, you know what? That's, that's gotta be causing some issues the nerves that come out of there go to your breast tissue, they go to other areas. And when I saw that on her x-ray, I was not surprised because for years, I remember my mom suffering from upper back pain, neck pain, and headaches. And every single time she went to the doctor, she got the same answer, which was a medication. And um, al- although she took the medication, she never did surgery, but it would just mask the symptoms over and over and over and never get to the cause of the problem. Once I saw it on her x-ray, I was like, wow, like... You having a bend in your upper back and when it's supposed to be straight can't be helping your upper back pain. That cannot be helping anything. So at the end of the day, I know that your body is not aligned properly. Therefore, there's things are not probably functioning 100%. So that, that cannot be helping anything. So then I asked her, I'm like, you know, why are you deciding to do something different, mom? Why are you not going with the medical model, which is what you've always done? She's like, son, it's simple. I've seen too many friends and family die from undergoing the treatments that they want to do for me. And number two, I finally realized that I can die and I need to take my health more serious and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. 
That's what she told me at that moment. Uh, it kind of just sunk in like, you know, a big pile of bricks for me because three of those grandchildren she's talking about are my kids. Eden, who's seven years old, Eve, who's five, and John Luke, who's three years old now. And then my wife is expecting our fourth here in the upcoming weeks. So my mom decided to do something different to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandma in the future. And because of that, my mom is still alive today. And it's not necessarily for any one thing she did. It's because of the combination of lifestyle changes she made with, you know, the nutritional things she did and all the other stuff that she did. My mom is not completely cancer-free, not claiming that right now, but my mom does have very minimal masses that have been stable and not grown for the last, like, four or five years. So, uh, you know, and some of them in the last two years have been very, very stable. So at the end of the day, she did something different to get different results because initially she was a statistic. So if you don't want to be a statistic, you have to do something different. And this is where the, I segue from, you know, my mom's story to, um, you know, to this cardiovascular workshop we just did. And the reality is that the cardiovascular system is killing more people. The lack of health in the cardiovascular system is killing more people in America. Uh, and it has been for the last 15, 20 years than ever before. So the, the issue is one in four people literally will die from a heart or cardiovascular system related incident, you know, and then secondly, every 40 seconds, somebody dies in America uh, from actually heart disease. So the, the reality is that the last year with the, the health issues and, you know, obviously the, the situation that took place, you know, with the pandemic and everything, if, if something became apparent that past year in 2020, and obviously the beginning of 2021, it was this. Health is important. As soon as you lose your health, you lose everything. So we literally were so afraid as a country and as the world to be consumed by a disease, which once again, nobody's denying that COVID is real, right? By a disease that literally paralyzed the way of life as we, as we knew it. it. Paralyzed everything we did because everybody was afraid of losing one thing, and that was their health. If you lose your health, then you lose your life potentially. This is why health is important and you got to take care of it. The problem is that in the raft of 2020 and all the craziness that took place, fears started to come about. Fears about, well, is my body equipped to actually be able to handle a pandemic? Uh, and then doubting like, hey, not only that, it's like is eating good food and working out enough for me to actually, you know, be able to, to get to get ahead and do and do things that are healthy for my body. And then. And then lastly, like, then you were isolated away because we we're quarantined for quite some time last year. So 2020 literally opened the eyes for many people. Some of you did the right thing and you actually started working out and taking care of yourself. And I, I've seen some people lose tremendous amounts of weight because they're actually able to work out in their basement, then go upstairs and shower and then work from their computer and then make their own meals. So they took a full handle on their lives. But Many Americans actually gained the quarantine 15 or the quarantine 19, as they call it, the COVID-19 19, 19 pounds or the quarantine 15 pounds, right? So sort of like a playoff of the freshman 15 when you go to college. So the the thing is that now, um, you know, people are, are now trying to figure out not only in the midst of this, you know, ending pandemic, uh, on top of that now also, <laughs> you know, figuring out like, is my body healthy enough? Did I actually add health or did I reduce health from my body in the last year? So I'm here to equip you because the statistics are staggering.
You know, uh, during the quarantine, 65% of Americans took time off, air quotes, air quotes, took time off for their workout routine because they couldn't leave their house. Gyms were closed, et cetera, et cetera. And then now they're suffering from it. So the, the issue is that heart disease is something that is literally killing people left and right in America. And the real number one killer of a lot of the complications that took place from COVID was the cardiovascular and respiratory system lack of health. So, and I stated this last year on a few of the shows that I did initially when the whole pandemic started were literally specific about COVID and how it affected the body. And one of the things we knew and something that was discovered now is obviously very apparent is that it's a, it, it attacked the blood cells and people were not able to breathe and their hearts were becoming enlarged and all these different side effects that we all are aware of now that was like brand new information back last year in the spring and um you know everybody everybody's been worried about you know the actual virus but as we see the data shows that people that had healthier hearts and circulatory systems and the proper amount of vitamin d levels etc survived it better and it was because their their cardiovascular system was strong. And of course, there are the you know those people that I mean, some of you probably listening right now know somebody that was healthy as a horse and ended up passing away anyway. So clearly, obviously, did not discriminate in you know the healthy versus unhealthy population. But we know that we know that over eighty percent of the cases that passed away last year, up to now, eighty plus percent of the cases had two two and a half to three times more comorbidities or pre-existing problems and people that did not pass away from the actual virus. So why am I talking about heart health? Because heart health was the number one side effect that you had to have um, before COVID would actually take you out. So like high blood pressure people, people that had issues with their circulatory systems were at a greater risk last year and still are obviously, uh, you know, right now if, if they're not changing their health and the, the way they, they manage their health. So talking about you know, heart and what the heart does and what what actually is supposed to happen when it comes to your heart. You're supposed to be taking care of your heart because the heart, quite honestly, is amazing. First, let's just talk about what the heart does. The heart is a muscle. And, you know, it's funny. I ask this question all the time when I do uh, health you know presentations in my office and outside of my office. I ask, like, what organ controls all, all function in your body? And a lot of people will say the heart. So that's technically incorrect. Your heart pumps blood to everywhere in your body, but your brain controls your entire body. So I want to just make sure I, I, I say that out loud because a lot of people think that their heart controls everything. Your heart does not. Your heart is literally a muscular pump that pumps actual blood that gets oxygenated in the lungs, and then it carries carbon dioxide and a few other metabolites to be excreted out either in the urine, in fecal matter, or in actual exhalation when you actually exhale out of your lungs um so that's what the blood blood is a tissue uh it's fluid it's, it's liquid but blood is something that actually carries life to your organs so it's really easy for people to get confused that like hey you know the heart controls everything the heart does not control everything the heart supports everything matter of fact the heart pumps so much that on average the human heart pumps about two thousand gallons of blood per day it's a really good like sump pump or something you know so that's a lot that's a lot of blood so recirculating that blood over and over to get you know obviously cleaned up and it you know uh filter through the kidneys and the 
liver and also you know oxygenated and deoxygenated and, and uh, decarbonate dioxide uh you know removal in, in the lungs so the the actual the heart is phenomenal it beats constantly a matter of fact another thing about the heart is that it beats on average 115 times per day which is once again amazing 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 so 115,000 times per day it pumps 2,000 gallons of blood so the heart is phenomenal and the problem is that you have to make sure that the heart is doing its proper job and the way you make sure the heart is doing its proper job is by keeping your heart healthy so on the next segment I'm going to be sharing start sharing what you can do to keep your heart healthy naturally without having to take you know drugs etc cetera, etc cetera, without having to put yourself in some vigorous crazy workout regimens uh just literally take care of your heart through the things you do and the things you eat uh naturally without too much strain on your body so you can live as long as healthy as possible so i gotta take a quick break here you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio the and talk it's our ask the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk it's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937 937- Five five two, seven three six four. You can press option two to talk to somebody. You can simply text that number once again nine three seven, five five two seven three six four. You can also check us out on Instagram or Facebook, or on iTunes via podcasts uh, by searching "Living the Full Life with Doctor Juan." So you can find us in a lot of different places. So if you want to share this radio show with one of your loved ones or family member that's not in the area. You can certainly send them the link to the podcast so they can listen to this show or any of the other uh, over 100 shows that we've done in the past three plus years that we've been on air. So I want to welcome you back. Today we're talking about cardiovascular health and heart health. And, um, you know, we just did a workshop in our office about the cardiovascular system and how it's supposed to function and what it does and what it doesn't do. So, um, you know, in the previous segment, I was talking about how amazing the heart is. And like I said, it pumps over 2,000 gallons of blood as on the average heart per day. It beats an average of 115 times per day on the average human heart. So that is amazing. And the problem is that people are becoming diseased in this actual organ. So meaning that the, the, the organ is becoming diseased or, or sick. And the, the problem is that right now we're being told that the thing that causes heart disease is things such as cholesterol and high blood pressure and etc. So I'm going to walk you through some of these um, uh, issues that people are saying and, you know, some healthcare professionals are saying that are the cause of heart disease. And we're going to uncover whether or not they're truly the cause or uh, maybe a component of, the, of that is actually the cause. So number one thing that you think about when people say, I have heart disease, you think like, oh, placking. And they're like, well, yeah, placking. Well, what does it have to do with anything? It's like, oh, placking, something about whatever. Um, so it's actually like cholesterol or something. And then people just don't really understand how to uh, explain it. So the reality is that cholesterol has been given a lot of blame 
for heart disease. So cholesterol, the first, the first thing is that there are two types of cholesterols that they really focus on when they're looking at heart health. They looked at HDL, high-density lipoprotein, and then LDL, low-density lipoprotein. So um, the, the reality is, too, that you've heard this before. I'm guaranteeing it, that one of them is the good cholesterol, and then there's a bad cholesterol. So the good cholesterol is considered the HDL, or high-density lipoprotein, and then the bad cholesterol is considered the LDL, or low-density lipoprotein. And I've said this before. I shared this on a, a show probably a couple years ago. Um, I, I'm pretty confident when God created us, and that's what we believe in our office. We believe that you know we're created. Uh, we believe in creation, and that's okay. That's what I choose to believe. You choose to believe in evolution, whatever it is. That's on you. Uh, let's just agree to disagree, and let's respect each other's views, right? Just no different than, like, if you like chicken and I like fish, or I like fish and you like chicken, whatever have you, uh, we shouldn't be, like, trying to trump each other's toes. But nonetheless, I believe that we were created, and our creator, I believe, did not create something that would be bad and kill us. That's just me, right? Of course, there's complications and things that happen that are bad, from the outside because of choices we make and lifestyle choices that we make that lead our bodies to deteriorate faster. But I truly wholeheartedly believe that there's no such thing as bad cholesterol. And, you know, and the, the reality is that LDL, if it were bad, it would have never been put in there in the first place. And even for the people that, you know, are thinking about the evolution thing, like that's cool, right? Like would your body have evolved to create something that's going to kill you? Evolution is about, you know, survival of the fittest, Right allegedly so survival of the fittest so that means that as you're surviving and getting stronger and better your body should be getting rid of things that are bad for you not actually creating more of it so it doesn't even add up when you make the argument of like oh hey it's bad for you uh it's not bad it's actually gotten a bad rap from a lipid hypothesis that medical doctors actually disagree with uh, plenty of medical doctors out there, if you ask them, uh, that they, they do disagree with the lipid hypothesis. Those, those that don't, that's okay. That's on them, right? But the reality is that the oxidation of the, the cholesterol is what actually is bad for you. So I'll be talking about that on the next segment. Uh, I want you to stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO. This is talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937 937- 552-7364. You can also find us by um, searching on podcasts via iTunes, searching for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. You'll find this show and every other show we've done in the past and listen to those and literally get all the information you want about any health topic that I've talked about in the past and obviously provide that information to your family as well if they don't live in the area. So I want to welcome you back today. We're talking about uh, cardiovascular health and just heart health. And uh, on the previous segment, I was obviously talking about, you know, cholesterol and the good versus bad cholesterol. And once again, kind of just, you know, straying away from the terminology of bad cholesterol. Once again, as a believer uh, in Jesus Christ dying on the cross and rising again for my sins and, you know, being washed clean of all that, uh, I believe that we were created. So uh, for me, it makes no sense that a creator would create something that would be bad for us, number one. 
And number two, even though people that don't believe in creation and, you know, or evolution and that's okay, that's your choose. We're a free country. I, you know, I, I went to war for people to be able to have their own views. Right. Um, you know, the evolution argument also is like, hey, if your body's evolving to get better, it should not be creating bad stuff like bad cholesterol, allegedly, right? Air quotes. So, you know, at the end of the day, LDL is not bad cholesterol. Let's just, uh, that's what I'm going to say based on data, based on research, uh, based on thousands and thousands of literature out there. Uh, LDL is not bad. What is bad is that when LDL becomes oxidized, and this is where a lot of people will, you know, will give a bad label to LDL, the low density lipoprotein, and they'll say hey, it's bad, it's bad for you. And oxidation of the actual cholesterol, the LDL cholesterol specifically, causes that cholesterol to become sticky and stick to the inside of your actual arteries. So, one of my colleagues uh, down in uh, Westchester, Dr. Ryan Berlin. He uh, he's also another maximum chiropractor down there in that area. And he actually explained this in one of uh, one of our conference calls that we're having kind of just, you know, just just keeping each other, you know, focus, et cetera, in depression. He said, you know what? Picture a pipe in your in your office. Uh, let's say in your office, your office building, your house, whatever. And this pipe, you're running like some super acidic, like disgusting water or fluids through it. Eventually, what's going to happen to the inside of the actual pipe? That inside of the pipe is going to become corroded. It's going to have like gunk actually growing on it. You can actually see it seeping in the in the joints, uh, in the elbows, and the joints that you know that you see when they unite two pieces of the tubing or whatever, right? The two pieces of PVC. So you see that that actual decay on the actual piping. So that's what happens when you run some gunky, disgusting, you know, acidic, really, really junky water through it that starts corroding it and creating a lot of like you know uh chemical reactions that lead to just you know extra crud um you know being um created or 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 deposited in that area so I hope that makes sense right so now now picture this what if you're running some really clean water no extra minerals nothing hard right does the pipe look as corroded over time the answer is no, right? It's because the pipe is not being stressed out by the chemical environment created by the actual water that's running through it, okay? So you get the example, dirty water versus clean water, right? Now, let's take that example, and instead of talking about pipes in your house, your office, let's talk about your arteries. So now let's talk about your arteries, and let's talk about whether your blood is nice and healthy because you're eating the right things, or your blood is acidic and you have a bunch of junk, like you eat too much sugar, etc. When when your blood is actually acidic because of the overconsumption of sugar, you overconsume processed foods, chemicals, etc., you then create that really acidic, gunky, disgusting water that then causes corrosion and placking and you know just deposits to deposit on the inside of the pipe. That's what happens when you actually live a lifestyle of bad choices. And it's not that LDL cholesterol is bad. It's that because the environment that is being created from your health choices or lack of health choices, such as eating out every single 10 seconds, not ever drinking water, drinking soda, smoking cigarettes, uh, eating nothing but sugar, et cetera, et cetera, that creates that actual blood to become dirty and that then be that makes the actual um, cholesterol become oxidized. 
when that cholesterol, LDL cholesterol becomes oxidized, that causes it to stick to the inside of the actual arteries. And what happens is that the space where the actual blood is flowing through is decreased. The lumen, the space that the actual blood is flowing through is decreased. Therefore, the pressure increases because there's more fluid trying to pass through a smaller space. This is actually hemodynamics. Uh, you know, some of you nerds know what that means. Is basically flow of blood and the dynamics of it. Uh, no different. Like plumbers get this pretty easily. Plumbers like, yeah, I go from a larger pipe to a smaller pipe and increases pressure. Like that's why I get water to really far away, right? So it's the same concept. So now, if you have a ton of dirty blood because you eat really, really terrible foods and you make the most terrible health choices, your blood becomes sticky. Uh, so you got more chances for, you know, blood clots. Secondly, you, you oxidize cholesterol, specifically LDL cholesterol, which then sticks to the inside of your arteries. And now you're labeled with heart disease. The reality is that cholesterol was not the problem in the first place. And a lot of doctors will say, Hey, we need to put you on a statin. And then, you know, there's a myriad of doctors, once again, not just chiropractors, medical doctors that are saying, you know, I don't believe that statins might be the answer. There's a lot of side effects to statins, i.e. rhabdomyolysis. Every time I talk about statins, I talk about rhabdomyolysis. If you're taking a statin in your glute muscles, your chest pectoralis major muscle, your back muscles, like big strapping muscles around joints are becoming sore, it's because you're actually slowly killing the nerves that go to those muscles and those muscles are wasting away. That's the side effect. You can read it on the medical uh, side effects. You can go to like drugs.com and look it up. It comes up. Rhabdomyolysis is one of the side effects. It doesn't happen in everybody, but it happens in a good amount of people that actually tell you like, oh, yeah, I feel sore when I take that medication. I actually just sat with, down with one of our patients this week that told me, like, I tried seven different types of statins or however many her doctor put her on, and every single one of them caused me to be like super sore. What do you think that was? Rhabdomyolysis. So cholesterol has gotten a bad rap. And it's because people say, hey, doc, uh, I got, uh, you know, heart disease and I'm short of breath, angina, all this stuff, right? The doctor does the test. He says, you know, your lipid panel is crazy. You have triglycerides are like 9,000. Uh, I'm exaggerating. You know, triglycerides are like three, 400, 500, whatever. And then you have, uh, you know, your cholesterol's through the roof. You are like 300. It's supposed to be under 200. So we need to get you on a statin. So, you know, the doctor never, I mean, I know a lot of doctors do do this, but some of them are like, hey, just take the pill and whatever. But a lot, some doctors do say, hey, you know what? We need you to change your lifestyle. But the problem is this, though. It's kind of easy for a doctor to kind of just give up on trying to tell people about lifestyle changes because a lot of people just don't listen. A lot of people are like, ah, I'll be good, doc. Just give me the pill. I'm going to live. I'm going to run it down and burn it down. I'll, I'll go until I can't go no more and then I'll go home and die, whatever. So, the actual cholesterol is not the problem. It's the actual lifestyle that you created that actually causes the problem to get worse or stay the same. So, for example, you don't eat well, you eat really, really bad foods, etc., and then you go to your doctor and say your cholesterol's through the roof. You get kind of scared for a hot second. You change your diet for like maybe a day or two. And then after that, you just start popping your statins or whatever medication they give you, like candy, and continue your own terrible health lifestyle. And then you go back to the next year, and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, like you actually, um, your cholesterol still going higher. That means that you haven't changed anything, which I didn't expect you to anyways. Number two, uh, your cholesterol is going higher, so you actually have a higher chance of dying. So we're going to go ahead and put you on a second statin. And once again, you never change your lifestyle. Cholesterol is not the problem. 
It is the oxidation of the cholesterol that is that problem, and you must choose different. When you know better, you do better. So I highly recommend that actually you look into managing your body weight and the health choices you make when it comes to food because that's what's going to actually give you an actual chance of surviving with a healthy heart for many, many years. So uh, another one of the misconceptions is like, oh, hey, if you have elevated cholesterol, it, you're going to have a heart attack or a stroke or whatever. More people have heart attacks with normal cholesterol than elevated cholesterol because those people actually have a normal cholesterol that's managed by a or controlled, that's the terminology, controlled by a pharmaceutical. And then they still live their not so good lifestyle. Their bodies are still their bodies are still under stress. You're just, you're just duping the number to look where you want it to look in the labs. And then what happens? You're still upholding the really really terrible lifestyle and then guess what? You have a heart attack. So, you have to obviously realize that just because you have high cholesterol doesn't mean you're going to die tomorrow from a heart attack. The thing is is that cholesterol goes up when you actually have stress in your life when you actually get done working out, when you actually, uh, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why it goes up. And I, I can go through them and waste a bunch of time going through them. But cholesterol goes up and down. And for you to get, like, a true test of cholesterol, you got to actually test it. Like, world-renowned doctors that are cardiologists talk about this. Literally, you have to test the cholesterol in a good mood, bad mood, morning in the evening, in the middle of the day, after a meal, before a meal, before sleeping, after sleeping, right? And then once you get, like, seven days which is obviously expensive, is impractical, which is why they don't do it. But that's when you're going to get the average and realize, okay, oh, your cholesterol is really high here because you're stressed out. And when you're stressed out, your inflammation markers go up and your body, in order to heal the inside of the actual blood vessels because of the increased pressure and the increased actual blood pressure, you know, damaging the inside of the arteries, we're going to actually send cholesterol in to be able to heal that and basically act as if it's an actual scab for those areas that get damaged. So that's what cholesterol does. So among literally hundreds of other jobs, but it's a precursor for hormones, et cetera, et cetera. But that is why it's getting a bad rap, and it's not the cause of the problem. The cause of the problem is the fact that you don't eat or you don't make lifestyle dietary changes that would – actually manage your cholesterol naturally. So, yes, I know hereditary, uh, you know, some people have the genetics for high cholesterol. I get it. Genetics loads the gun. Actual lifestyle pulls the trigger. That's a little saying that, you know, in the medical and healthcare, um, you know, natural healthcare specifically is spoken about quite often. Genetics loads the gun. And your lifestyle shoots it off. So if you have the genetics for high cholesterol, but you eat really well, you work out, you're, you're not stressed out all the time, you don't eat a bunch of sugar, you're not you know, creating oxidative stress or oxidation of your cholesterol for it to become sticky, then realistically, your chances of dying or that gun going off and creating those problems is your lifestyle. So if your lifestyle is decent, your body's going to perform decent. If your lifestyle is bad, then your body's going to perform bad. So this is why cholesterol is not the cause of the problem. Cholesterol is a culprit that literally is exacerbated by the lifestyle choices you make. So, folks, I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290 
95.7 WHIO, Dangers and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Luna Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option 2 to talk to somebody, or you can simply leave a voicemail, or you can text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And once you text that number, you can say, I want to come in for a new patient appointment, or I want to come to your next dinner. Our next dinner is on June 14th. Monday at 6.30 p.m. at Basil's in Troy. Uh, last dinner, we had a couple of people go to the Basil's down in Beaver Creek, but it's you know it's a little confusion and that happens. But it's always the one in Troy unless otherwise specified. We've never done one anywhere else. So Basil's in Troy, June 14th, and we're going to be going over, obviously, how to achieve health naturally from within. So if you're interested in that, you can text DINNER to 937 937- 5527364. So in the previous segments I was talking about cholesterol and how cholesterol gets a bad rap. This topic of heart health, I may need to do a second radio show in the future about this workshop that I did, but the one that I wanted to really focus on was uh you know, the cholesterol because cholesterol is something that is getting a really bad rap and you got to do something different. You can continue to do the same exact thing over and over and get different results. So you have to figure out um how to to essentially equip your body to be able to actually drive down those cholesterol levels naturally and drive down the extra sugar levels naturally. So that all comes from lifestyle. And if you're taking statins, and this is, I know a lot of people are, and some of you are probably not going to stop, even though you heard, you know, uh, you know, different things about it because, you know, your doctor still recommends it. And, and, you know, your doctor might be in agreement with you stopping for a little bit, but you know, you're not trying it, whatever. If you're taking a statin and you're, you're not going to change your lifestyle, you can at least actually, um, you know, take things that are going to help your body function better um, that are supplements. Obviously, you know, consult your doctor, et cetera, all the disclaimer that I have to say legally. But at the end of the day, some of the supplements that we've seen through research, once again, not just anybody making up out of the back of their car, making up stats and random, you know, health claims. We go by research in our office and through research, we've shown that if you're taking a cholesterol, you need to be supplementing with CoQ10. Coenzyme Q10 helps actually reduce the side effects from the statin or the cholesterol-lowering medications, so, such as the rhabdomyolysis, the death of those actual uh, neurons that causes the muscles to decrease in size. That is the stuff I'm talking about that you can prevent um, or, you know, completely derail or completely stop if you take CoQ10. So you need to be supplementing with that if you're taking a statin. Uh, also vitamin D. Once again, vitamin D is like the end-all be-all. I know all of you know this. Uh, vitamin D is uh, it's really, really good and uh, also helping drive down that inflammation at the actual level of the muscular level, at the cellular level. Driving that inflammation, which then would in turn prevent some of the damages that come from actually taking a statin. So once again, statins will slowly but surely destroy your musculature, 
uh, in your in your large muscles, buttocks, your thighs, your shoulders, your arms, your your chest, your upper back muscles. So all those muscles will atrophy or get smaller in size if you take a statin for a long time. So very important you take these two supplements, CoQ10 and vitamin D, that are going to help quell or prevent that from happening as severely as uh, some other people. So, folks, I am out of time for today. I appreciate you guys listening week in and week out. Those of you who've been listening for a while, uh, when are you going to do something different? Obviously, I'm always, you know, enticing you guys to take the the fork in the road towards health and healing now because later it might be too late. So definitely continue to um, continue to take care of yourself. Continue to listen and get better. Uh, and apply the information you learn. Don't just take the information and put it away. Uh, you know, when you know better, you do better. So do better. Uh, want to thank you once again. You guys have a blessed weekend. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Uh, for those of you who've had, you know, service members uh, pass away, you know, obviously this weekend is about remembering those uh, who gave it all and then just, you know, continue to enjoy the freedoms of this beautiful country that we love. So appreciate you all. Have a blessed weekend. This is Dr. Juan, and you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, The Angels and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.